Union. I'm Gene Lance. I'm the beautiful redhead. Good morning. It's Bonnie Mathias. Sorry, my head said it was up a little high and it kind of blasted me. For and a the workers' beat is always about everything from the point of view of working families. That's right. We like to start with things you can do. News you can use. February the 28th at 7 o'clock, the Communication Workers of America will present their Black History Virtual Celebration. Contact Ernest Tilly, 214-826-6215. And that's a virtual event, folks, so uh, I encourage you to get that link. I'll be on it. March the 1st at 1230 p.m. is the Dallas chapter of the Texas Alliance for Retired Americans. We'll meet at the AFT Hall, Bishop and Center in Oak Cliff. Everyone invited. Contact Judy at 214-729-0063. March the 1st at 6 p.m., Zoom community meeting on ending the Dallas Digital Divide. Please register. And I can't read this URL because it's too long. Uh, Contact me, genelance.org. March the 2nd, 9.30 a.m. through 2 p.m., picket with the Transport Workers Union 556 Flight attendants at Southwest Airlines in front of Love Field. They're going to use airport parking and uh, go to the front of Love Field and pick it. Cool. From 9.30 in the morning till 2 in the afternoon. March the 6th at 6 p.m., an educational meeting on the Texas legislative process at Tarrant County Central Labor Council, 4025 Roof Snow Drive in Fort Worth. Well, actually, it's in, it's in uh, what do you call White it? White Settlement? No. It's not Fort Worth. Well, Pentico. anyway, it's, it's Fort way over there in Fort Worth. <laughs> it's over there in Tarrant County. That's all I can tell you. North Richland Hills. <laughs> okay, there you it go. It's the North Richland Hills. <laughs> Contact Angie. I've got her email address. It's angie.dayfilippo at tcclc.org. Or just contact me, genelance.org. March the 8th, celebrate International Women's Day with Linda Chavez-Thompson at 1408 North Washington. Contact me, genelance.org. March the 10th, Texas Legislature bill filing deadline. March the 9th at 7 p.m., the Young Active Labor Leaders monthly meeting. Contact Rosie, and I don't have her number here. March the 13th, the Alliance AFT buses go to Austin for Lobby Day. March the 16th, 7.30, will be the monthly meeting for the Dallas Central Labor Council. All members of affiliated unions are invited. Contact Jason at 214-826-6808. Yes. Yes. Okay. 4808. 4808. 4808. That's right. 826-4808. March the 18th at 1 p.m. Eastern, there will be a anti-war march on Washington, D.C., March the 31st is Cesar Chavez's birthday. I'm sure there's going to be a march or a rally or something, but I don't know where and when. I think there's a- always one in Fort Worth. April the 5th, and this is tentative, Congressman V.C.'s Labor Steering Committee. April the 12th is the Texas State Employees Union Lobby Day. Yay. Contact Judy Bryant, 214-826-0063. April the 21st, early voting begins. No, April 24th. What I say? 21st. Okay. It's April 24th. It says right here, April 24th. Oh, okay. I just misread it. Gotcha. Okay, April 24th, early voting begins, and everything else is just kind of leading up to that when you think about it. Yeah. Because the election is so important. 972-647-1893. Bonnie, did we pass? Did we make it through the uh, the fund drive? We did. We squeaked by again. Thank you. Ah. Thank you. Thank you to everybody. Charlotte, you always come through for us. You're the best. And what about the uh, uh, Givens? What did you do with the sheep? I gave it to to Gene, okay? So there you go. Well, anyway, we we had some very nice donations coming in. Yes, and we thank everybody. And I think the people are appreciating the fact that. Everybody, all the other stations lie. <laughs> right? Yeah, I mean, it's pretty... We're, we're looking better and better. We didn't do anything, but we're getting, we're looking better and better because the rest of them are so bad. Well, they are bad. They're terrible. And now we have this mess with Kevin Fox McCarthy News. receiving... He gave 44,000 hours of video. Uh-huh. 
from inside and outside the Capitol. Now, this is, in my opinion, this would be United States material that yeah. you don't just give away. But he gave it to his buddy Tuckums over at uh, Fox News. Fox News. Yeah. I call him Tuckums or yeah. Tucker Klansman. Either yeah. one. Either one works good. Well, he he did it and he shouldn't have done it. Now, no. all, and now, now all what the do other. You do? All the other journalists are saying you should give it to us, too. Well, yeah. Hello. I'm sorry. He just gave it to the one he knew was going to put the spin on it that he wanted spun. Because they can spin it and clip it and slice it and put it together so it fits their narrative. And do not forget that when it starts coming out. While we're talking about Fox News... They all, they've got the, all these emails now showing that they knew they were lying all the way, th- all the time after the 2020 election. They knew very well it wasn't true, and they were still putting out uh, the false story. Yep. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Thanks for waiting. Good morning. Good morning. Good. Good morning. This is my, in my, you know, I don't get to talk to anybody else that uh, other radio stations don't, don't even let the poor people talk. Well, I don't uh, even bother listening to them. How about that? It's nothing but foolery anyway, or jokes and, and how to sell lawyers and, sell, you know, go have a wreck so I can sue you. It's but, funny because the lawyers, now the lawyers need lawyers. Have you noticed that? <laughs> I don't know why they all in Washington, D.C., I thought. <laughs> oh, it's crazy. Imani, do you know what D-E-I is? D-E-I? The letters D-E-I? This is new new letters for me. Diversity? It's diversity, equity, equity and, and inclusion. inclusion. Yeah. Yes, and God forbid, Governor Abbott wants no part of that. You yeah. hear me? No part of that. Well, I was going to ask Imani if he had heard about that. Did you hear about it? What, what did you think about it? The governor is trying to end all programs of diversity, equity, and inclusion. That's aimed at black people. Yes. <laughs> black and blue. Yeah. I feel sorry for that, that, that governor. Uh, his, his, uh, his, uh, racist, his blatant racism has defected his mind. Yeah. Uh-huh. He, he, he needs to be down under the bridge like the other people are and then pushing a cart. Mm-hmm. Because he, I know what he's trying to do. He's really trying to preserve the, you know, let's make America great again. Yes, that's right. Well, let's make America white again. That's, that's it, what brother. That's, that's what it. they're really saying, oh, isn't it? That's it. Yep, that's, that's it. it. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Well, remember this. I'm, I'm, a, I'm, I'm a Vietnam veteran, and I, I, I'm gonna tell him. What, I'm gonna tell him something. If the last war we had, big war, was up. Of the Civil War, and it was started for the same problem. It was black people. Exactly. And and until America, it's like having a cancer, and every time you go to the doctor, he said it, it was healed, but yeah, but it came back. And it, and until you get rid of it, it'll always come back. America has a problem with it. It's, it's it has a, a, a social race problem. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, well, apparently, apparently people are giving in to it, uh, though, because the University of Texas, this is in the morning news, the University of Texas has paused its diversity, equity, and inclusion policies in response to Governor Abbott, and that was in both the Startlegram and the Dallas Morning News. Uh, it's actually a very big deal. Bow to the demands of the of the uh, rulers. Bow to the demands of the rulers. Is that what it is? Well, I'm not sure what they're bowing to, except just plain racism, just like Imani just said. Yeah. Uh, 972-647-1893. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Can you hear me? Hi. Yes. I'm that Bonnie and Jean got cut off. One of these days, I'm scared they're going to, one day when I don't hear you, I'm going to start digging a foxhole. <laughs> yeah, digging a foxhole. All right. Dig, dig it deep, brother. That's right, because they're going to need a lot. Okay. I, I thought you, no, I thought you were through. Did you, did you have something else you wanted to say? I want to tell you something. There's two good books I think all poor people should read. That's called Secrets and the Memoirs of the Vietnam War and the Pentagon Papers by Daniel Ellsberg. And uh-huh. the one called the Princeton, Robert Rice. And you know, the first one, the first laws they made in America is that tell we couldn't read. If they caught us with a book, 
they would they, they would they, they would kill us. And yeah. if the masses got caught, if one of the Caucasians got caught with a book, I mean, they're letting us have a book, they would ask them to give, I think, 38, 9 slash, lashes or something. Yeah. But they would punish people for letting us have a book. Yeah, it, needs it was very important. It was very important to keep black people from reading. It still is. They're still, they're still trying to do it. Now they just want to keep everybody from reading. Well, they're trying, they're trying to keep poor people from going to school. That's a true, that's a true fact. Well, thank you for bringing up those books, Imani. Yes. And you can call us, too, at 972-647-1893. I encourage everybody to watch the 1619 Project. Even if you've already read the book, the television version is really worthwhile. It's streaming on, on a streaming service called Hulu, H-U-L-U. And uh, they have finished six episodes. I think it's uh, all six. It ended with a strong uh, declaration as to why everybody should be getting reparations. And reparations, she said there was kind of a minimum amount set of $350,000 for every African American in the in the in the nation, uh, no, not every African American nation. Everyone that was descended from slaves, uh, because African Americans have moved here since then. Right, right. But uh, everyone descended from slaves would get three hundred fifty thousand dollars, and the total town uh, total count on it would be something like thirteen trillion, and that sounds like an awful lot of money, and it sure does. But how much have they spent on bombs and uh, explosives and stuff that they just take over in Europe and blow up? I'm guessing just, at least that much. Just to kill people. So if if uh, if, we, if it take, if it costs that much for equality, uh, should they do it or should they not? Would you like to call in and give us your opinion and give us a, your opinion of the 1619 project? I think it really will start you thinking, no matter who you are. And no matter how much you've read before, because even the history of racism in this country, even though it's been written down, hmm. in, in it's mostly in pieces and parts. Right. You and, know, you and, just see uh, one little period, you know, or one little aspect of it or something. And the 1619 Project, in six episodes of television, uh, tries to cover the whole thing. Uh, I was particularly impressed with episode four because that's the one where it talked about the economics of, of racism. 972-647-1893. Call and let us know what you think. Uh, do we need reparations? Would that be the solution? Or would it be only a part of a solution? What do we need? 972-647-1893. I know what the family of Kyle Dahl, Dale, it's D-A-I-L, I guess it's Dale, the family of Kyle Dale says that the three Dallas policemen should not have shot him after he threw his gun away, but they did. So they're suing. Uh, he threw his gun away and they shot him anyway? Yeah. Oh, they shot him right after he threw his oh, gun away. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah. Way to well, go, they, guys. Had been, they had been chasing him, and uh, he, he took his gun out and threw it out the window or threw it down somehow. And then they shot him. And then they shot him. Well, okay. as soon as they saw a gun, somebody yelled gun. I don't know if everybody saw it. One one person saw it and he yelled gun. And everybody opened fire. And so three ah. of them shot him down. Yeah, This is stuff that goes on all the time. 972-647-1893. Call and give us your opinion. See what you think. Sidney Powell, a Dallas attorney for <laughs> Donald Trump. Yes. Won her lawsuit against disbarment. She will not be disbarred for lying and lying and lying about the uh, the 2020 election. She is still charged in a civil suit yes. for lying about, about voter fraud. She's part of the she's part of the 1.3 billion dollar lawsuit. Yeah, that I think it's 3.1 billion. Is it billion or million? No, it's billion. It's a billion. That uh, Dominion uh, voting systems yeah. has against Rudy Giuliani, Sidney Powell, Donald Trump. Because uh, what the, they said was that the voting machines were rigged. Were, were uh, Yeah, they were defective. They were so flipping the, votes. So the voting machine company has sued them, and that's the civil suit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, and so far, so far, the, the uh, criminal suits haven't, haven't gone very far. 
There've been a bunch of them, but they haven't really. Well, nobody's gone to jail. Not yet. Mm-hmm. Not yet. And meanwhile, four Republicans are sponsoring a bill to declare the AR-15 America's national gun. Believe it or not. Uh, oh my God! I got that from a writer named Alexandra Petri in uh, the Washington Post. Are you kidding? A national gun. Our national gun should be the one that was used to kill all those children. And Uvalde, for well, example. Well, you know, there's uh, there is a faction of uh, legislators mm-hmm. that actually uh, are wearing an AR-15 pen on their lapels. Yeah, one of the legislators yeah. gave them out. Yeah, isn't that nice? Oh, and another legislator, I remember that he gave them uh, grenades. He actually yeah. gave them real grenades. Real grenades. They weren't armed, but they were real grenades. Mm-hmm. Okay? Yeah, he gave those out. What kind of statement do you think he was making? <laughs> Let's blow people up. Let's blow people up. I mean, look what my company makes. My company makes these grenades. Mm-hmm. Think about how good we can do with those. 972-647-1893. There's a, an issue that will not be in the elections called, called short-term rentals. And the reason it will not be in the election is because the Dallas City Council has delayed it again. They've put off the decision another six months conveniently right after the election. They say, oh, we can discuss this right after the election. People that live anywhere in Dallas, if you live next door to an Airbnb, and you think and you think that that's that's okay? Call in. I'd like to hear somebody say that they like living next to an Airbnb because right. Councilwoman Paula Blackman says she wants the city to allow to allow neighborhoods to have the option to include short-term rentals, like like they would really want them. You know where she lives, right? You know where she who she. No, I bet they're not one within a mile of her. No, house. probably not. Nine probably seven not. two six four seven one eight nine three. They are not good neighbors, my friends. Uh, that's what I've heard. Call no. us and let us know what you think about the upcoming city elections. You got a favorite candidate? Got a favorite issue? Uh, that was my favorite issue. Short I know, term, that was going to be fun, rentals. right? But, oh and, well. uh, and they have dodged it by just putting it off completely. Again. And I'm, I'm wondering, you know who is really, really standing up on that is our favorite congresswoman. Maybe she'll call. 972-647-1893. You mean Joy, uh, Carolyn King Arnold. Yeah, Carolyn. Yes, yes. Councilwoman Carolyn Council- King Arnold. Yes. Where are you? How yeah, can you she save is, us? She is. We have to take a break. We'll be right back. We're back on the workers' beat. You can call us at 972-647-1893. Bonnie Mathias is here, and I'm Gene Lance. There's a, a, a city council meeting coming up, and the Dallas AFL-CIO is on it. They already sent out the uh, questionnaires to the candidates to see if they uh, are working, uh, if their views are those of the working families. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're supposed to get their responses in. They were going to do screening, very thorough screening. And then Dallas AFL-CIO will announce who's the best candidates for working families. It's a, it's got, a process. Got, it's complicated. We got calls. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Hello? <laughs> Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. This is Council Block. This is Mayor Pro Tem Arnold. How are y'all doing today? Hi. We were just talking about you. Well, I was in here. You know, we're getting ready for our free family skating event at Keith Park. So I'm trying to decide on what I can put, what I'm going to gird myself with when I put those skates on. (laughs) Girl, you better get you a helmet and some pads. Are you crazy? So, but I heard y'all talk about a topic that we've been on. I think it's almost three years now we've been dealing with this oh uh, because folks don't want to bite the bullet on it. So I would give, let's say, STRs. We've heard all types of reasons that folks want to use their home as a as a, a hotel in a residential area. But at the end of the day, for working people who have to go to work, we don't want to be up all night. And we get a chance to rest on the weekends, and you can't do it. Senior citizens want to rest, can't do it. You've got additional crime that we can't manage because we definitely short staff. Those are normally not priority calls. You've got mm-hmm. cold that can't come because 
It's not a priority call. So we, we're in a conundrum, And but my position has been the same. Enforce the rules is on the book. Yep. When we bought homes in residential, that's what we expected. We didn't expect the hotel next door. That's right. If we have certain areas next downtown and those types of places. You expect those types of pop-up hotels. And, I, and, and at one time, I could see property rights kicking in, but at this point, we now have prostitution rings coming out of those homes. Right. We have drugs coming out of those homes. Hey, and wasn't it a... Was it a short-term rental that uh, those folks in Carrollton that were pushing fentanyl? Yes. I and thought so. so. you got all types of interesting things coming out of these mm. homes and, that are supposed to be homes, but I think we continue to talk about putting, putting more homes in the market for folks who need homes. That's so critical. And, of course, as a property owner, you feel like you have a right to do what you want to with your property, but when it begins to interfere with number one, contracts, contracts, and the laws on the books, the serious laws on the books as local local authority. You know, we continue to have to fight the state to, to have our local rights. Okay. But at the end of the day, we want to have families in a family-oriented zone, and that's what we keep pushing for. So we are pushing, I give hats off to, to Council Member Paul Ridley, who continues to work to make sure with us that we have the KISS resolution I uh, think we're getting ready to turn in a, a memorandum uh, where we're pushing for a specific date awesome. so that we don't have to worry about, you know, folks trying to drag it on out beyond the, the election. Yes. I mean, at this point, you've got to stand up and put your big boy shoes on, your big girl shoes on, and you're going to have to tell the, the public, this is where I am on it. One way or the other, you, you, you can't really, you know, can't get around it. That's so right. I appreciate you all talking about it. And folks know that I'm for uh, neighborhoods, families, that it's zone for families. Residential should be residential. And folks who say, yeah, look, we're making extra money, I'm taking care. And that may be true. But on the end of the, at the end of the spectrum, you're still operating a commercial uh, industry in residential. And I would always tell them nine times out of ten, if we push it to the next level, I bet you're not paying your property, your, your federal income tax on the income that, that you're making. You tell us that you are putting in after all these folks, the grandmas coming for graduation or what have you. So we want we want the support, and thank you for pushing out there. Working families, hard families who accord to the family, children, going to school. Who wants their children all, all ranked up before they get to school on Monday morning because they've been up Saturday and Sunday listening to all of the noise? So thank you all for staying on it. You know, and, I, and hey, Bonnie, don't get me wrong. I like the party. Well, yeah, but, you know, that's, I got it there. You know, I have the best neighbors in the world. My neighbors are so respectful. Uh, they they may have parties, but you know what? Come 11 o'clock on Saturday night, it's over. Everybody is gone. It is over. Councilwoman, are, are you? I get the impression that you're the only one standing up on this. Are, are, other, are other council persons backing you up? Well, for sure, I can tell you that Mr. Paul Ridley yes. uh, over in East Dallas, he's definitely on it. We call it the KISS solution, keep it simple. And so I keep it keep it simple and succinct. But he's been really pushing and be, really been out there ahead of me trying to make sure we get the document. Mm-hmm. And it feels real good when you have council members who are working together on oh. behalf for the people who sent them to office. Hallelujah. But but the morning news said but the morning news said that 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 y'all were just not gonna be able to do anything about it for until after the election. Oh yeah. Well that all of that is all of those of what we call those gimmicks of some folks who, as I said, we've heard the ploy to try to delay it until after and then of course, you know, we have two council members who are turning turning out. Right. And so that district three and district ten and then guess what? The song starts all over again. Well, then their position is we've got to learn more about the STR. Then you start it out. Then you're stretching it out for another year. Or two. To that. Yeah. Or two. We, so can't, we can't do that. Yeah. We can't do that. It's been three right. years already. And the longer right. they stall, so the, more the, <laughs> right. the more the lobby builds up 
of people that are starting these commercial hotels in people's neighborhoods. But we, we thank you, Councilwoman. We get, but we, we, thank we you got so much. Now. Appreciate you, Mayor Pro Tem. Thanks for calling. Good morning. Thanks for calling, Kate. Oh, and thanks for waiting. Yes, sir. How y'all doing today? Good. Uh, I, uh, I got a suggestion about this. Um, we, 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 we got this extra money in, in the Treasury. We, we need to start spending, spending more money on natural disaster preparedness because, you know, the difficulty that everything happened over, overseas in Turkey, don't think it can't happen here. And the state of Alabama has a tax holiday every year, I think on the weekend, three days. If you buy anybody, you know, batteries, uh, candles, or whatever, for, for, for the disaster, we, we need something like that here in Texas for the people. Mm-hmm. These disasters are going to happen sooner or later. They're coming. It seems like they're <laughs> happening more often, yeah. doesn't it, because of global warming. And, and, and it's, true. it's only a matter of time before one of them meteors or asteroids get past Jupiter. It, 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 Jupiter has been blocking them for all these years. It's gonna hit just like it did during the dinosaur days. So, so we mm-hmm. really need to be spending more money on this, on on, on disaster preparedness. You know, we really do. I'll never hear nobody talking about it, and we, we that needs to be a priority. I see. All right. Okay. Thanks so much. Well, thank you so much. Good point. Nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three. Good morning. Thanks for calling K and O N. Thanks for waiting. Good morning. How you doing? Good morning. Good. Have any of y'all ever stayed in a Airbnb? Uh, no, I prefer a hotel, quite frankly. Uh, if I need it, I don't want to stay in somebody else's house when I'm on vacation. You, okay? can't, you can't blame people for using <laughs> No, them. I don't no. care, but that's it's not for me. The problem is that the, the problem is the effect it has on the, on the, the neighbors. But go yeah. ahead. So is that like a blank? Is that like a blanket effect? Like all Airbnbs are bad. Yes. I don't care. In Pretty neighborhoods, much. yes. They all have the potential to be bad, yep. yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm going to let y'all know, as an Airbnb user, this is Randy. Uh-huh. I've been from Dallas to Wyoming. I've stayed in Amarillo a couple of times, Colorado, Raton Pass, uh, mm-hmm. Diane, Wyoming, from here to New York, Arkansas, Tennessee, Kentucky, Ohio. And I never caused a problem for anybody. I bet you, you didn't. I bet you, you did didn't. not. That's right. But you, sir, are not the normal user, unfortunately. Well, maybe they are the normal talk, user. Can I talk the, for a second? Can I talk for a second? Mm-hmm. The, problem, the problem is that they have the potential to be used for prostitution and for drugs. And, in fact, they are being used in those ways. But go ahead, brother. Gene, and, and you're telling me that's not happening in the re- re- regular home residentials in the neighborhoods there's not i'm telling houses. you i'm telling you that Hold the at, airbnbs are i'm telling you that the airbnbs have more potential for problems in the neighborhood than not having them yes sir that is what i'm saying okay i heard that twice okay what i'm trying to say is not all airbnbs the airbnbs are not doing anything different than people in the neighborhood and I'm always saying that's not true. I live in Go ahead. I live in Garland in a neighborhood, as far as I know, don't have no Airbnbs. Uh-huh. But I hear gunshots on the weekends. <laughs> uh, I hear fireworks going off that ought to be calling in the police department. Mm-hmm. Police never come. I hear parties going on. And those are all regular residential people that pay rent. But they probably got more than one family. And Miss Arnold, when she was... See, we want to complain about one thing and say we should focus on this in residential area when we're blocking, when we're overloading our schools and our residential areas because we're letting more than... So we should complain about something else. I see. We should complain about something else. Mm -hmm. Actually, we do. We complain about just about everything. But we do have (laughs) solutions as well. Exactly, but what I'm trying to say from the other point of view, Mm -hmm. Airbnbs do have their place. Homes have the ability to have a small business in them and run. I, my, my dad and myself ran a business out of my home, small home business, air conditioning, plumbing business the whole time. Mm-hmm. And it was, and it's legal. 
Mm-hmm. Just like everyone else can run a, a small business out of their home. Right. So is it regulated? Saying, is it regulated? You yes. You have to meet certain yes, standards. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, there you go. Airbnb should be regulated. <laughs> not in Airbnb Dallas. We should. We Maybe should, they are in Garland. They're not regulated. We should address the bad actors. Uh-huh. Not the industry as a whole. Okay. okay. Some people, I prefer to go to an Airbnb, and there's several reasons why. It looks a lot it's cheaper. <laughs> Motel Six is cheaper most of the time. Yeah, sure. It ain't cheaper. It's a, all the ones I've ever been to, except for the one that they were really good with photographs on the Ohio River in a state in a little small building that slipped across the river from the power plant. That's the only one that I was really kind of dissatisfied with. Okay. But all the other ones have been fabulous. So I'm just trying to say there is there's an alternative to saying... Mm-hmm. Well, let me put it this way. If they, if they, if somebody wanted to build an Airbnb next door to your house, would you feel okay about that? I would feel okay about mm-hmm. it, and here's the reason why. Because I'm not... I'm not shy about calling the police when people are acting up in my neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's all right. We got law enforcement and we got ways to take care of the bad actors. Oh, regulations, like you were saying. Mm-hmm. And who? The blanket the whole industry is bad. Is who's going to enforce those regulations? Okay. Well, I appreciate your point of view. So now, Bonnie. You, you exactly. Would, you would feel okay about them building an Airbnb next to your house. That's one on that side. Uh, Carolyn King Arnold says that they have potential to mess up a neighborhood, and uh, and frankly, they do because I live in one. Of them. Right? Because you have so you have one next door down the street. Well, the one next door never did get started, but oh, down well. the street, uh, we've had trouble with them. Nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three. The upcoming elections. What kind of issues are there? You know. You would think there's not any issues at all because the mayor is running unopposed. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Thanks for listening. For, thanks for waiting. Hello. Hello. Hello, Grand, Ri- Grand Rising to you, uh, Bunny and uh, Dean. Thank you. I was really hoping that I could get a hold to the councilwoman, but I see she's out, you know, at 70 skating oh, in uh-huh. Oak Hill, Texas. You know, that's that's funny to me. Why? Yeah, because that's in her community and she's doing something in her community? Why do you think that's funny? I think it's funny because there's a plethora of <laughs> issues that need to be addressed other than putting a skating oh, rink, an ice skating rink in a neighborhood. But I know you're going to take over. It's just for the day, man. It's that. just for the day. Well, go ahead. What what you think? <sighs> what you say, brother? You don't, obviously. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. What, he hang out? Yep. 972-647-1893. He doesn't want he doesn't Carolyn King want Carolyn to go King. to the ice skating no. rink. No. Okay. Uh, somebody else want to call us? 972-647-1893. Good morning. Hello. You're on the air. Hello. Hello. Yeah, you're on the air. Hey, good morning. Y'all doing a fine job. Uh, uh, there's so much talk about Airbnb houses, you know. Mm-hmm. And rightfully so, because these homeowners did not buy houses to be next to a big party. Mm -hmm. But there's another element that goes on in our community over here in the southern sector that nobody is addressing. We have too many, I guess you call them group homes, to have houses for the mentally ill. Mm -hmm. And uh, and, uh, we have the same problem. You know, uh, these people, I'm not saying that these people don't need help because they do. Right. But there's a place to help them because when they're in the neighborhoods and they walk in the streets and asking for money, and then it's mm-hmm. just like the homeless. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. I'm not saying they don't put those places in people. Highland Park, do they? No. Oh, no, no, you no, no, they don't put them in there. Mm-hmm. They put them in your and neighborhood and my neighborhood. We have with Airbnb houses. Mm-hmm. We have, it's not that, it's a, I cannot put it, it's not that they be have halfway houses in our community. But they're, they're oversaturating with us. Like, this is the new industry over here off of uh, Camp Wisdom and 35 and, and Greenspan and all sure. back in that area by T.G. Terry School. They have so many of them over there that the neighbors are complaining. And, uh, I mean, uh, is there too much going on? You know, that they, they, they covered that in the 1619 project. They talked about redlining. 
Uh, it's very. It is a very, very real thing that the ghettos were created intentionally by the government. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, right, I tell you something else. They uh, excuse yeah. me for interrupting, uh, uh, Jane, but it's something else they're not talking about. It's just all this money that the city of Dallas been awarded from the federal government to address homelessness. Mm-hmm. Now, why do we need a homeless task force <laughs> comprised? And I'm not against these people. I just don't think they need to be the one in charge of it. And that's Peter Brosky, the guy that owned Redbird Mall, and Betty Colbert. Mm-hmm. Why don't you get these people that operate these facilities that specializes in homelessness and let mm-hmm. them be over the task force of coming up with solutions? I would say you should call your city council person and the mayor and ask them why there ain't real people out of the neighborhoods that deal with these issues on a daily basis yeah. actually on the bloody committee. Dude, right. Uh, Why did you get people that sitting in high, uh, uh, big offices? Well, you got a billionaire or a millionaire that owns Redbird Mall. Why would he be interested in being over a homeless task force? Well, mm-hmm. I, I must say, I've got to give Peter Brodsky some credit because he, he, he and some investors bought that property. And I don't know if you've been out there lately. But it's pretty. It's pretty awesome. They're doing better. They're doing well, absolutely I'm fantastic. His, I'm not criticizing what he's doing with the mall. I'm not mm-hmm. criticizing that at all. I'm saying with the homeless people. Right. Why? Why, why do you put certain people over certain amounts of money? It's like the uh, the city of Dallas got all this money mm-hmm. that they didn't got from the federal government uh, to, to, to create a de-escalation program with the police department. Mm-hmm. How'd that work? Now, who who oversees that money? Is yeah. it working? I hadn't I hadn't you, seen it. Are you satisfied with your uh, city council person? Oh yes, you just had on the air. I'm very satisfied with her. Mm-hmm. I don't care if you do go ice skating on Saturday, and nobody don't like it. <laughs> oh. Thank you, brother. It's not, it's not about us. If you didn't build an ice skating ring, they just having a special event over here at Keith Park for the kids. Right. Mm-hmm. Introduce these kids to ice skating. And they got the Dallas Stars. He's probably putting a bunch of money into this. Yes. Keith Park does not have an ice skating ring. So who's paying all this money to put ice down for these kids to skate? Well, it's not the... Right. Like that, that partners with you, with your city. There you uh, go. I never have that. Magic, partnering with these uh-huh. So but let me go. Let me let somebody else talk. Thank you. Thank you so much, brother. We appreciate you. You can call us, too, at 972-647-1893. Uh, do we have to take a break, Pierre? Okay, we're going to take a okay, break. Hang then- on. If you're on on hold, just hang on because we got to take a quick break. Monday. Got to work like a slave. Okay, there's. You know what? This is crazy. Somebody. Do they want? Are they calling in because they want us to sing more? I don't think so. Uh, honey. Oh well. Nine seven two six four seven. Someday somebody will come up here with a machine gun and say, "Shut, stop, shut up, stop singing." <laughs> let us hear. Let us hear fast domino. Man, we got a whole bunch of calls, Gene. So. Good morning. Thanks for calling, Kano. And thanks for waiting. Hello. You're on the Hello? air. Hello. You're on the air. Hello. Hello. Okay. She Hi. was there. I heard her for a minute. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Hello. 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 Yes. Um, I'm so glad you took my call, and God bless you all, and God bless this show. I am so glad God took my racist card from my heart long time ago and I know why he did it my family is so full of interrelation interracial relationships (laughs) and they are normal relationships not black and white right that's right why can't we just look at things that would uh Solve, I think, a lot of racial problems. Walk in another person's shoes. Look at everything. Walk in another person's shoes. You never know what type of shoes, what size that shoes that that person is walking in. Mm -hmm. 
do you think uh, do you think that that the, the descendants of slavery should get some kind of reparations? Uh, yes, I would. Like, I, I would like to say mm-hmm. yes. They they should because it's a it's an advantage and a disadvantage mm-hmm. when, that, when it comes to uh, racism. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, and I think it is something walking another person. We just need to touch our hearts, mm-hmm. walk in another person's shoes. That's right. Okay. Well, that's a good. That's a real good point. We appreciate you. Thank we you got, very much, sir. We got some sir. people waiting, though. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Hello? Yes, sir. How y'all doing? Good. Yeah, well, I'm up on the reparation thing because, uh, you know, I've been asking people that never had, that their ancestors was never in slavery. Mm-hmm. I've been asking them for years, would they be okay for your ancestors to work for years, for centuries, and never get paid? Would they be okay with that? And I ain't be able to find not one yet to say, yes, I'm oh, okay. What do you know? <laughs> I mean, I think it, I think it would be a start, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, it can't never undo what was did, no, you know? No. But I think it would be a start, you know? I have to agree. I mean, when I read uh, when I read the accommodation, that was the first. I'm still reading White Metropolis, uh, but the accommodation by Jim Shoots, uh, it tells you they they did they did to black people what they've always done. They they built Hamilton Park and said, "Ooh, look over here! Look at this nice neighborhood we have for you." And all the all the African American people sold their property at a loss, but they didn't know that, and moved to Hamilton Park. Yeah, and, you know, I mean, them black people, uh, the Bruce Beach up there in California, that gave them black state property back. Yeah, you know, it was taken a hundred years ago. I mean, they wind up selling it for twenty million dollars, but I mean, they own it; they can do what they want to do with it. Right, you know? right, and they should. I mean, yeah, that's thought maybe you know. But, I mean, uh, I think it's a lot more that can be done, you know. At least, you know, we try and seem like people trying to do something. I hope so. I hope so. Some people are. It's yep. a true fact. Thank you very much Thank for you. your point, opinion. 972-647-1893 is the number. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Hello. Thanks for waiting. Hello. Hello. Yeah, you're on the air. Hello, Gene and Bonnie. How Hello. y'all doing? This is Jeff. Hey. I don't have to say no on the reparation, but I want to know, I want to ask a question about uh, what they've done with the $32 billion surplus down in Austin. Nothing. Nothing good. Are they going to give property taxpayers any break? No, they're actually right now they're talking about cutting a penny or two pennies, one penny off of the state sales tax. Yeah. So that would in Dallas that would automatically drop your sales tax to seven point two five percent. They're either going to cut property taxes or sales taxes, uh, but they're both regressive taxes. They both hit poor people harder than rich people. But go ahead. Oh yeah, they hit me last year with property taxes. It was outrageous. Mm-hmm. They went up twenty thousand. Of course, I'm homesteaded, so that's the only reason they could go up that far. Mm-hmm. But uh, I bought it on, you know, basis of uh, my house damage and cold weather and termites and everything else, earthquakes, and all I got was white carded. Huh. Rubber stamp. Well, I fought mine and got it lowered by a considerable amount. So uh, I will continue to do that. Uh, as long as they allow that uh, that form of of dispute. Yeah, well, I disputed mine, but, and had all kinds of documented evidence, and all they did was come back with a uh, no. Well, then you appeal and you go up to the next level. I mean, I hate it, but it, unfortunately, it's it's kind of like being in the union. You file a grievance, you get told no, you appeal it to the next level. And you do that till you get to the top. 
Do the best you can. Okay. That's it. Okay. Thank, Thank you, you so much for coming. All righty. Bye bye. Nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three. Got some more. Yes. Here. Good morning. Thanks for calling. Can I win? Hello. Hi, good morning. Good morning. So, um, I was just calling because I heard um, a council person came on the radio. And um, I just want to say this. Um, you can't come so, um, you can't come during election time with these, these pop-up uh, <laughs> events for the kids and make it seem as if you're just so involved in the community when uh, aesthetically the community looks like trash. It does. I'm uh-huh. president of this before. It is horrible. Is that all her fault? Code enforcement violations. Mm. Um, the stray dogs running around. People are being uh-huh. bitten by these stray dogs. Uh-huh. The problem. Uh, we're in a full desert economically. We have not grown at all in the last five years. Uh, the rec park, I'm sorry, what she called the rec park, the deck park, it, it has been at a standstill since, uh, I don't know, Mr. Caraway went away. So don't come throwing us these bones as if you're involved in the community and you care about what's going on and you're so involved in what the kids are doing when you try to stop the parade for the side kids. That's Let's not true. There. There, there are, there are wow. uh, programs in this district for the kids. Oral Cliff uh, is a, a, where the OYMTA used to be. They are looking for kids to, to come to their, uh, to their building and get involved and get off the street and do different things, be introduced to different things. So don't come here in February when it's 60 degrees outside with a pop-up uh, skating rink making it seem as if all oh, you care about what the kids are doing and you're mm, so involved mm, in the mm. community. We can't, we have not seen this woman. We have you been, her. have you been to a city council meeting lately? Watched it yeah, online? Anything like that? I'm sorry? Have you been to a city council meeting to tell your uh, Mayor Pro Tem Arnold how you feel? What I have done is, well, this is another thing, right? So they hold a council meeting while everyone is at work. How convenient. But what I do do is I'm on, um, I watch the meetings online. So I'm aware of what's going on. And what's going on over here, anyone who rides the district, you will see that the, the people over in District 4 are in need. They are discouraged. They are hopeless. Mm-hmm. And we need someone in that office who actually cares about the district mm-hmm. and not certain areas of the district and, and come out and show your face for 40 days right before election and the other 365 days you you cooped up in the office somewhere. I'm okay. sorry. Okay. And I, I encourage you to call we councilman. We need a representative. If you feel, okay, that that's, you're kind of politicking. Integrity. Well, go ahead. I'm sorry. Okay. Well, you know, that's that's why your vote is so important. And early voting starts April 24th. And there's bunches of candidates on the on the ballot to choose from. Okay? So we'll, so, see, we'll see if we get one that she likes. Yeah, there you go. Thanks for calling. 972-647-1893. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Good morning. Good morning. Hi. Uh, I've got a question on uh, how you expect to pay for that reparation plan that you're uh, proposing out there since uh-huh. our country is like $33 trillion. <laughs> no, I think it's $13 trillion. $13 trillion, but thirteen trillion. Yeah. $13 trillion, not 30 mm-hmm. 13 uh, one, I three. Know, I don't know what news you're listening to. But well, certainly not it's Fox. Over 30, it's over $30 trillion. It's what, oh, I, it's what, well, there's different estimates. Yeah. I was going by what they said on the 1619 project. Yeah. She oh, said, oh, uh, oh, well, he doesn't believe in that. Well, that, that explains, that explains a lot right there. Well, go ahead. How, explain, how does that, well, how explain, does that things? explain things? Well, I, I, you know, I don't oh, know. No, come on. It's a very, it's a very divisive, it's a very divisive, critical race theory thing. Let him talk, buddy. Is, is, is create divisiveness. Sixteen mm-hmm. okay. nineteen so project you're saying back is to, back, back to the reparation thing. Okay, mm-hmm. let's say we're sixteen trillion dollars in debt, and you want to pile another thirty trillion on on, on top of that? <clears throat> I don't think we're ever going to pay that down. Uh huh. Okay, so you're saying print, no reparations. Okay. You want to print money? Can I ask you a question? Can I ask you a question? So you can maintain. So you can maintain your voting. Budget. No, I need to ask you a question. Do you think it's a pie? So if I get something, 
I'm going to take something away from you. Is that what you think? You think it's a pie? No, but I mean... Then, slavery, then, then what's your deal? Slavery, slavery, Just because we gave something to somebody else doesn't mean you're going to lose anything. Does it bother you? Uh, uh, communism bothers me. Socialism bothers me. <laughs> so do you think reparations would be communism and socialism? Oh, Lord, help me, Jesus. It, it is. Your, that's all you're doing is spreading the, spreading the wealth around. That's all you're doing. I see. Oh, but it's okay that... And that, that, would, be a, that would be a bad thing, you're saying. You want to take you want to take it away from somebody that's got somebody that doesn't have. Can I well, ask wait you? A minute. Wait, well, that, that's exactly what think, Bonnie was asking you. If you think that slavery to mm -hmm. justify it. I just asked you that question. Yeah. Do you think it's a pie that if I get something, we take something away from you? Do you think it's a pie? Okay, so you're talking about a pie that's 150 years old. Is that what you're talking about? I'm talking about a pie, just a pie. If I get a bigger piece of pie than you do, did you lose something? I got, you know, did I got you lose something? Pie. Answer the question. If I got a piece of the pie. If I got a piece of the pie, I work for it. Uh -huh. <laughs> so Here worked, we go. Here you we worked, go. You worked and yeah, these okay. slaves did not work. Is that right? It's 2023 and you're talking about slavery. Yes, uh -huh. I am. Still happening, bud. I'm talking about you're, the you're effects of slavery, slavery, yeah. You're telling me that slavery that happened 150 years ago mm -hmm. is affecting somebody's ability to prosper in 2023? Yes, yep. I do. That, Show enough. That's, the, that's oh, why I would be. encourage you to watch the 1619 Project, because it, it does so make we, a very good case for that. It explains we have, it. We've had a black, we've had a black president. <laughs> we, all the major cities have black mayors, black police chiefs. And you're telling me the black man is still getting held down. Uh, and, and, you know, you've got, you've yes. got, you've got black actors wow. making millions of dollars. Uh -huh. And you're saying the black man is still getting held down. Because yes. it's a pie, Gene. It's a pie. I don't think people understand that pie <laughs> analogy, Bonnie. Well, wake up. It's very simple. Okay, well, so you're against reparations well, you, and you, you think black you, people are doing very well. I'm saying that they're doing better, much better than they were 150 years ago. Oh, that's nice. I'll give like you that. Like you that. I will give you that, <laughs> sir. They are better <laughs> off today than they people. were under slavery. Yes, sir. You people, here it comes. You people. Here it you comes. People make it sound like it's awful. <laughs> here it comes. You people. Uh, I always loved that. It was, it was awful. Thanks slavery. for calling, buddy. Bye. So that, that guy was uh, against reparations thanks because for, he says black on. people are doing very well. Good today. morning. Thanks for calling, K and O N. Good okay. morning, buddy. Good morning. Are you okay? No, it's not a pie. I mean, you are really out of control this morning. I know. I'm terrible. You know, people, I mean, you know, it's like no disrespect to you. I am a long listener of KNON uh -huh. and a a contributor. Uh -huh. But when we call in, we want to give our opinions, and it's like you're up there about to go crazy every time somebody say something. No, that's, that's not respectful. You're okay. not giving us the respect as listeners for us to give our opinion. You're up there like breathing hard when people are talking. I mean, if, if the councilwoman can come on and tell us about all the events that he's hosting and all this stuff, uh -huh. we have the right to say that we don't want this stuff. Okay. You don't feel like, you don't feel like you're, you're uh, taking up for her. Nope, not taking right. up for her. Just right know her. Okay. And, and it, this is an open forum, I thought, and we're basing our uh, opinions, and you're just going off, and I don't understand that. Okay. I think that's inappropriate. Okay. And, it's not, and as a host, you should not be acting that way toward us. Okay. You're making us feel like we can't even call oh, and voice oh. our opinion. Okay. I think you need to apologize to your listening audience. Okay, not everybody feels that way. Okay, but thank you for calling. 972-647-1893. No more. No more. We Steve's here. We have oh, to go. We have to go. Bye, Bonnie. Goodbye, Bonnie.